For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Lopez wants it away. And it's a deep to left center. Andrew Jones on the run. This one has a chance. Home run. Gentlemen, Mets fans of all ages, here is your host, Nick Durst. Hello, Mets fans. Welcome back to another edition of Believe in the Mets right here on the Believe Podcasting Network or on the Believe in the Mets YouTube channel. I'm your host, Nick Durst, and there's... Mets news every week, even though there's really not much news. They're making trades, they're dumping minor leaguers for cash, or they're acquiring minor leaguers, or they're signing minor leaguers. But this week, David Stearns made some comments about why he thinks this Mets team is going to be good this year. I personally don't say it. I don't understand how we can think the Mets are going to compete for a playoff spot this year. I would say at best, they're the ninth best team in the NL on paper going into this season. And joining me now to discuss that and more happenings in the Mets world, he's the co-host of the award-nominated You Know I'm Right podcast, and he is Joe Calabrese. Joe, welcome into the show, You Know I'm Right podcast, top two podcasts in the world, obviously, with this one. And nominated for the best <laughs> sports business podcast, the best sports comedy podcast for the sports podcasting group. Tell everybody where they can go to send some support and vote for the You Know I'm Right podcast to win the awards. You got to visit our podcast channels, YKIR Podcast on Twitter, X, on Instagram. Uh, you'll find links. Uh, also follow Sports Podcast Group. Uh, you'll be able to find them. Uh, yes, we were nominated for Best Sports Business Podcast, Best Sports Comedy Podcast. Who knew we were funny? Uh, that's amazing. What an accomplishment in itself. Happy to be back, pal. Yeah, great interview with Mackenzie Mitchell out this week. But we're talking Mets here, of course, Joe. And David Stearns is clear about the Mets 2024 expectations. He said, and we quote, we should be competing for a playoff spot. I can't even get through the sentence without laughing. Sure. I, I don't. I can't see it. I don't see it. Let's politely say they're the fourth best team in their division. Would you agree with that? 
heading into. Ah, well, I'm not sure right how the Marlins are going to do this year with the change, the changes. But yeah, I would say fourth. They could be fifth. Everything they needs to be. break perfectly for the Mets to be a playoff team. You need to have Luis Severino has to be an All Star. He has to lower his ERA from last year by four points. Sean Manaya, who spent most of the year in the bullpen, he needs to be an All Star. He needs to lower his ERA by three points. Adrian Hauser, he needs to not be in the rotation. He needs to be in the bullpen. But if he is in the rotation, which he's going to be, he needs to lower his ERA by two and a half points. Tyler McGill, if he's in the rotation, he needs to, you know, be be that guy that he was in 2022 to start the season, not get injured, and have a three ERA. The bullpen, they signed a bunch of guys who have stunk in their careers. They only have career years. And they need to have Mark Vientos be an all-star at DH. DJ Stewart be an all-star at DH. Brett Beatty needs to have an all-star type season at third base. And they need to play great defense. Harrison Bader needs to play over 100 games, and he has to bat 280 and, and 20 home runs. So, Joe, if all those things happen, I think the Mets can have a good shot to make the playoffs. What do you think? Oh, I totally agree. All right, we're done here. <laughs> take care, guys. Mets um, over under, I think, was at 80. Came out at 80. I would take the under if that if that's what the under that that, that is the total right now. I can't I can't see them winning more than 75, 76 no, games with this team. Absolutely not. Um. My my first instinct is based on what I've seen David Stern so do so far. I think the expectation is that he we are looking to overachieve a little bit, and come deadline time, they're not going to be buyers. Maybe so. I don't I don't think there's going to be anybody you can buy to add to this team that's going to get them to ninety to ninety five wins and get them into the playoffs unless they really 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 overachieve. So your best case scenario is. You're looking to sell. And at that point, who are you looking to sell? Hopefully, Sean Manaya. Sean Manaya, maybe a Starling Marte, right? Montana. Maybe they, they're, they're starting to think about selling a guy like, like Jeff uh, McNeil. I, I, you know, I, like they could get a lot for him. So there's, well, there's no shot that they make the playoffs. There's, no three, there's three guys they might trade. I'll talk about that right now with you. McNeil, I think they'd like to maybe trade. Uh, I think he's going to have a bounce back here. I think, I think so, too. But I think, I think his value Stern's, is very, very high. He's not a fan of Brandon Nimmo for some reason. This is no. this guy, top three, top four, seven fielder in Major League Baseball. Very consistent every year. He's going to bat around 300. He's going to be on base. He's going to walk around. He's going to play great defense. Stern's non-committal about Brandon Nimmo playing every day this year. You just saw, they just signed the guy to a year deal. Harrison I Bader, saw that, yeah. Harrison Bader will be on the injured list by May. What do you think? May? And Nemo will be back in center field. So I, I, think, I think Stearns would love to trade Nemo if possible. And then I, I, I know that when the Mets are out of it, come July, they come back, they get blown out by the Phillies in Great Britain. You know, it's, everything's looking bleak. David Stearns, he's going to be on the phones, and he is going to be trading the face of the franchise, Pete Alonzo, and it's going to be a very dark, sad day for the near fans. I still think that Alonzo will be here for the long term. I I think he wants to be a Met. I think he wants to see the process through. You think he's actually. going to want to be a Met if they are bad this year and doesn't like Carlos Mendoza's managing style? I don't know if they're going to be bad. I just don't think they're going to be good. So what, <laughs> what is that? Well, I mean, if they're under 500, that's not good. <laughs> that's just bad. I think they'll, they'll, they'll stay five under, you know, six under. Right, so I you got them like them, 77, 78 wins. Yeah, I can't see them being more than like 10 to 15 games on there. There are too many teams that are worse than them. I think they're going to they can maybe finish like 20, 20, 30 games out of first place. 
oh, I mean, the Braves are going to win 100 games. The Phillies are probably going to win 95 games. And, again, the Marlins are the mixed bag in the group. They could finish with 85 to 90 wins. They could finish with 75 wins. You really don't know. So what do you but, think about, about those guys I said? Who, who do you think is most likely to get traded of, of those those three core players? That I would say the Mets' core players. So who are we talking about? Nimmo? Nimmo, McNeil, and Alonzo. Alon- I think the most likely to get traded would be Nimmo. Simply because I think you're right. I think they seven years left in the deal, though. It's tough to trade. It's very, very tough to trade. But I Why look at Nimmo. Why does David Stearns like Brandon Nimmo? I don't know. Does he smile too much? And he wants Stearns wants to be the one that smiles the most. <laughs> I I think the biggest problem is I think Nimmo is a good player. I think the second half of that contract is going to be very hit or miss. There's going to be because he's what 31 now. So if you're looking at it at from that perspective. You're hoping the first three or four years are good. You're hoping he's good this year because then you can parlay. He'll be 31 last, this year. Right. You're hoping that you can parlay what he's done the last year and a half to two seasons right. and trading, and you could trade that money away. I think their biggest asset is probably McNeil because I think he plays multiple positions. He's a former batting champ, consistent player. Uh, the money is good. Like There are going to be contenders who are going to come calling at the deadline. I think you can get immediately uh, two really well, good. That, that might be the, that could be you know if it's Nimmo traded or McNeil, that could be the Steve Cohen effect again, where you're keeping the salary to get better prospects. Right. What do you, what do you think there? Yeah, sure. I agree. I don't think I don't think they're in the business of holding. Uh, I don't think they're in the business of eating too much money at this point, uh, because I don't think like. With Verlander and Scherzer, obviously it was different, but those were also short-term contracts. So for the, for to eat the money now, because the Scherzer money, I think, is what this year, and then I think Verlander is either another year or two after this. So yeah. Scherzer in terms of having is this those, year, and then yeah. Verlander is this year next year. Okay. So in terms of having extra money on the books, that doesn't look, really look so bad. Yeah, it, it seems to me like Stearns want this, wants this year to be a transitional year. Uh, he's he saying wants to, he wants to have, he wants to evaluate the players he's inherited. He's yes. going to shape things up in the offseason, I think, yes, or the trade so. line. Yeah. And then you have to hope as a Mets fan, there's a big Frazier class next year. They got to go for it. They got to be that's what I think. To, they have to get a Soto, they have to get another offensive player, most likely. They have to sign at least two of uh, Corbin Burns. Zach Wheeler, you know, those type of guys. They got to be playing. You bring Zach Wheeler back after trading him. They should. (laughs) He'd be awesome. Zach Wheeler has been one of the best pitchers in baseball in the last five years. And they have a lot of money coming off the books. They won't be on the the hook for the shares or money next year. Uh, I think, like I told you at the top, I think they're going to be looking to move Starling Marte. I think it's possible Jeff McNeil is going to get traded because his money is very palpable. So between. The assets that you get back in whatever two or three trades they plan on making, because I think they're going to be sellers at the deadline. In addition to all the money that's coming off the books, and we know you have an owner now that who's willing to spend, I think I think Stearns, right, this season is playing with house money. Because if they're good, then they're probably going to be better than your expectations. Over, overachieving. Overachievers. If they're 500 at the deadline, they're still they're selling. Go for it. They're more no, likely they're to sell still. They are a thousand percent selling, but again, it's for next season, and they're going to have a lot of money to play with. They're going to—they have an owner who's willing to spend. I know you don't want to hear it, but they do have assets who are going to be sought after at the deadline, so they're going to be in the mix. 
Well, if if they if they if, if Marte plays good, maybe they could trade him. You know, McNeil, right. same thing. But if they, if those guys are playing good, that means the the team is probably doing pretty good. Right. Uh, except the pitching is going to be questionable. Like I said in last week's episode with Tim Britton, I said the best case scenario for the Shromania trade is they trade him. I mean, the, the best case scenario for the signing of Shromania is they trade him at the deadline for a reliever. For That's next what year. I think they're going to look to do with Severino, too. If Severino, Severino Manaya, and I think, I think he can have a bounce back season. And as a Yankees fan, he maybe the Yankees this. will need Severino at the deadline. The Mets could trade. I, it's very possible. He was never the same player since the injury, but he's only on a one-year contract. If he's got a good record and he his ERA is three five, three seven, right? If it's if it's hovering in that range that's right around four, right below four, he'll have some value. You'll be able to get something for him at the deadline. So I think you're looking at a scenario where the Mets will probably flip three, four, five players at the deadline, get oh, prospects geez. for them, good prospects, that's prospects for on the cusp of the majors. What? That's just what us fans want to hear. Uh, this season, I don't care. They, they, they punted on this season last year. They yes. had the deadline. They said they were but they have they, to because they, they could have easily. What would you have done? They're not better than the Braves and they're not better than the Phillies. Well, this is what I would have done, Joe. I, I would have kept Justin Verlander. Okay. And I, I would have went for it this, this, this season. This year. Okay. You could have signed players. You could get Matt Chapman. You can get Jorge Soler, Rice Hoskins. JG Martinez, right. Justin Turner, or are they going to get none of those guys, Joe? Do you think any of these guys are going to sign with the Mets to be the DH? I think they're good players. I just don't think they're difference makers for you guys this year. So, because they're not going for it, because they're right. looking to lose. So, none of these, none of these. If you get, if you were to get two or three of those players, then it's different. I think, but, I think you put, one doesn't make a difference. You, if you put Rice Haskins in the lineup right after Alonzo, that would be tremendous. Makes the lineup better, sure. Runs for him. I would want him. I, that's that's the you guy go I from a, yeah, you the go best. from a team that's going to win seventy eight games to a team that wins eighty four. Well, this is this is my this is me saying if they kept Verland, if they, if they brought back David Robertson, the Mets maybe. I spoke with Anthony McCarron on this show. They might have kicked the you know punted last season too early because they only finished a few games behind the Diamondbacks with a terrible roster they had in the second half and the Diamondbacks went to the World Series. Right. So is it plausible that if they kept Verlander, if they kept Robertson, that maybe they could have won a three, four extra games and made the playoffs? They were hovering there, yeah. I think so. Again, they just they didn't have the offense. Billy Epler, he was dead set on Daniel Vogelback has to play, and that cost <laughs> them. And they, they could add Drew D. Martinez last year. They could add Justin Turner last year. So the Mets, none of these guys are going to be the DH. The Mets said they're gonna. They have ten million dollars off to spend to look in the bullpen. The Mets need about five relievers, if I'm being honest. If they want to be a competitive team this year, their bullpen is worse than last year. I, yeah. They're getting Edwin yeah. Diaz back. They were going into last season with Edwin Diaz. The bullpen wasn't good. So the Diaz is back. Who's getting? How are they getting him the ball with the lead, Joe? How are they sure. getting him the ball with the lead? The sure. starters, other than Senga and Katana, they all stink. So. After five David, minutes, David Robertson was a miracle was worker last year. And then year. the sixth, seventh, eighth inning, nobody can get outs. And then you get Diaz is gonna he'll be fine. He's not gonna have that many saves. He's not he'll gonna have 35 saves on a on a team that wins again 78 games. David Robertson was truly a miracle worker last year. He was awesome. They should and, he, and he wasn't even spectacular because he kind of like faded. Sign David Robertson, sign Colin McHugh, 
right. and take it from there. You know, you get the one-year deals. If you want to be competitive, you got to show some signs that you're going to be competing for a playoff spot. You know, I'm not saying go sign Josh Hader like you should or go get a, you know, Blake Snell. I'm saying go sign these two veteran relievers on one-year deals and solidify the seventh and eighth inning. And maybe you could win a few games by getting the ball to Diaz. I think, Joe, if we're looking at the NL, the Mets probably, you know, remember, top six teams make it. I would say they're probably around the ninth best team in the NL. If we sure, went they're through it. Back. That's why I said they're, they're not a bad team, but they're not good. That's the Dodgers problem. are the best with the Braves yes. and the Phillies. Yes. And the Brewers, the Brewers will be better in the playoffs. But I think know, the, Card- the Cardinals will be better this year than they were last Cardinals. year. Cubs, the Reds, Diamondbacks, right. the Giants are better. That then right there, the Mets are ten. So right. and the Padres. Uh, I don't know. I think the Brewers are going to take a step back. I would say lose counsel, but the Cubs are going to take a step forward. So yeah, I think they're right there around nine. You t- you mentioned the Marlins; they were in the playoffs last year. So I'm going to say the Mets are around the ninth best team in, in the National League, and that's not that's not going to be competing for a playoff spot. I don't think unless one no, of these teams so. has a choke job like the Mets did last year. No, I don't think so. But I think the Mets will, up until June or July, they'll be hovering and they'll be in that spot where you come to me and they say, oh, if they win five and six, six and seven, but it's not going to happen. Joe, what did I tell you when we were leaving the wild card game? Game three in 2022. You're done. You were done. You were done then. I knew last last season was going to be a disaster because they did not get the argument. I didn't go to a game last year. You think I'm going to a game this year? No, you're still on uh, a boycott. The boycott's going to continue. The great boycott that started in 2022. And maybe I'll be back in 2025 if they make some big fringe signings, but I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be in on Juan Soto. I thought they were going to be in on Aaron Judge last year. I thought they are going to be in on Otani this year. They weren't. No. So nothing has shown me so far they're going to be going for for. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. these big ticket items and Juan Soto drum. Is he really going to want to play in New York long-term? Because remember last year in San Diego, he was off to an awful start in April. So he was Juan Soso. And the Padres fans, they didn't really mind in the Bronx. If he's batting 220 in May, he's going to get booed. He's going to get booed. Is he going to want to deal with that long term? I don't know. I think I think the fact that Juan Soto's playing in New York this year actually hurts the Mets and the Yankees long term without signing him. I think he's so tailor made for Yankee Stadium that it, even if he's hitting 220, he's going to figure out a way and may to have 15 or 20 home runs. I just, like I, I, I. But he's going to get booed. You know, Stan got booed. Aaron Judge got booed. Yeah, but the thing about Stan is Stan's not good if he's if he's not playing the field and, and all that stuff. I think Soto will be locked in to some degree. I just I can't see him starting any worse than he did last year. He finished fine, but the, and he's and he's arguably to start a better be to, Is he going to be able to tolerate getting booed? 
Is this going to be no. where he wants to be long term with the boots? No, but I don't. I don't know if he's going to hit two twenty. I don't know. He's going to probably be a two sixty hitter. If we're talking in mid to the end of May, he's going to have at least ten to fifty home runs up by that point. I think he'll be fine. I think Stan is more likely to get booed, especially if he doesn't start that well again. Well, Stan's hurt. a professional. He's always, always he's able to handle New York. He's locked them long term. I just don't know if Soto. He's going to like playing in New York if if we'll things see. go south, and that we'll, we'll see. see what happens next off season. Maybe you know what? I'm going to say it. Maybe Juan Soto's going to be a Dodger next year. The Dodgers that's, are going to clear some that's space. Terrible. It's terrible for baseball. It would be, but I, I, I don't even. That. I don't even care if we're making jokes and about Mookie them. Betts is playing second base now. Jason yeah. Hayward's on a one-year deal in right field, right? Or, or, and Teoscar Hernandez, I think they got as well. It's so bad because even if they they get bounced in the divisional round, like they always do, having one team with that two like bloat of a, of, of a payroll, getting all the stars and what they did with the Otani contract, deferring money. It's like you're working around all these loopholes. Like, what is the point? At some point, it is, at some point, the competitive balance overall is going to be disrupted. You're kind of seeing it now, even though Texas and Arizona were just in the World Series and yeah. did pretty good figures and sold postseason tickets and their stadiums were filled. It's, it's like the bottom 10 will check out. You know what I mean? Well, who do you think is more likely to choke this October, the Dodgers or the Braves? The Dodgers. Really? Okay. Yeah. Who's won? Well, I mean, they both won championships more recently. But the Braves have won a more back. legitimate, a legitimate they back championship. Back years. I, I could see the Braves having less of, of problems navigating through October than the Dodgers. I also trust mm. – uh, I don't trust Dave Roberts in postseason series. I think he overmanages. You know that. This might be the Cincinnati Reds year. We'll see. But if you're David Stearns, you got to hope that it's going to be your year. Uh, you, you could, my God, you couldn't get Craig Cancel. You see hard Mendoza, and that sucked for Buck Walter. Uh, I can't say that I think the Mets are in a better position with Carlos Mendoza for this season than Buck Walter, first time manager. We'll see how that shakes out. I hope Derek Stern's right when he says that the Mets should be competing for a playoff spot. I just don't see it happening. But this is going to do it here for believe in the Mets. We got to hope that we can believe in the Mets. Uh, Joe, let everybody know where they can find you and the You Know I'm Right podcast as well. Again, find us YKIR podcast, the You Know I'm Right podcast on all podcast platforms. Uh, again, award nominated, best sports business by sports podcast group now for the third straight year. Uh, hopefully we win this year. Hopefully uh, we don't lose to another one-year wonder like certain people who I'm not going to mention. Uh, but best sports business podcast, third straight year, uh, best sports comedy podcast because you and I are for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Just absolutely hysterical. Uh, you can find me, Jay Calabrese One, on Twitter, X, uh, Joey Cal's elsewhere. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I have a vested interest in the, in the the Mets this year because of the former Yankees there. I hope Severino has a bounce back season. I believe I think he will. I think he'll be an asset for you guys up until he's traded right around the trade deadline. Bader, I liked him last year. Uh, I don't know why he got designated, but that's a whole other thing. 
Sure, he's a platoon player, but he's good when he plays. So hopefully he's going to feel it for the Mets. Um, but yeah, no, so I, again, I have a vested interest because I want to see the former Yankees do well there this Carlos year. Carlos Mendoza, the biggest former Yankee of them all. The biggest. Uh, listen, if you wanted David Stearns, right? Everybody had wanted David Stearns for a while. You and I, a couple months ago, we basically pegged him as the next guy in line. Sure enough, that's exactly what happened. So he's the guy you wanted. Now you got to wait two years to see what he does. Can't complain about what he does right now when we're not even into year one of his tenure. So let's give him some time. But I do think you're right. This is a transitional year. I think there's going to be a lot of selling at the deadline. But I think there is a long-term plan in mind. 2020, uh, next year, next offseason, there are going to be a lot of stars on the market. And the Mets are going to have a lot of money to spend. And they have the owner now who's going to be willing to spend the money. So let's see what happens this year. But I think this year will be better than last year. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That is my prediction. Better than last year. Wow. All right. So maybe by a game. We'll see how it happens. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Believe in the Mets. Make sure you're following Believe in the Mets on all social media platforms. And, of course, on YouTube, like and subscribe at B-L-E-A-V-I-N-T-H-E-M-E-T-S. I'm on X, a.k.a. Twitter, at Nick underscore Durst. And I am on Instagram at Nick's Food and Stuff. And until next time, everybody, let's hope for the best. And let's go Mets. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.